0: Hello and welcome to IPS Radio, your place to learn about great relationships in product design and engineering.
1: Hey everyone, so glad you're joining us today and welcome to this installment of Intelligent Product Solutions interview series on great partnerships in product design. I'm Rachel Aponte, your host, and today I'm here with Anthony Gray, who is a senior software manager here at IPS.
0: Hey Rachel, thanks for having me.
1: You're welcome, it's so nice to have you here. So tell me, has the pandemic changed your relationship to your work or how you go about it?
0: You know, I've tried my best to keep everything as close to the same as I possibly can. It's easy, you know, when you're working at home to slip on things like dress code, you know, (laughs) wearing a t-shirt and doing that sort of thing. But I think it's important to still go through the same routine, which includes putting on a collared shirt uh, and arriving to work at you know 7:30, ready to go. Um, obviously, things have changed as far as how we do our work. You know, video conferencing has obviously been one of the biggest changes, and it's actually been a beneficial change because previously we might have had some calls, daily calls with our customers, that would have just been over the phone. Now we're using video calls so that not only the development team can see each other face to face. But even the client themselves can see us face to face, and it's important for communication specifically because you know they say that 60% or 70% of communication is all nonverbal, and to be able to see the person speaking to you is actually really valuable. Um, one of the other things I've noticed that's changed, and people have told me they've they've changed this, and it's quite a surprise, is that you're far more likely to work longer hours when you're at home, because it's very easy to rationalize the fact that you don't have to do a commute. You're not you know, rushing to get out the door because you're going to hit rush hour traffic. Instead, you're sitting at home, you're sitting at your desk, and you're saying, all right, I, I, got, I can do this. I, I, another 10, 15 minutes, I'll be out of here. And there's, there's not necessarily as much pressure to you know, shut the laptop down and head out for home.
1: Okay, Which aspect of work has changed the least for you in the past six months,
0: I think on the software side of things, we've been blessed with a really steady stream of work, which is truly a blessing because there's a lot of companies out there right now that have struggled with this, you know, COVID situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of our clients either are hurting, and uh, for us to be able to still provide software to them, to be able to work remotely and provide value, without any kind of dips in in our, you know, requirements and our dips in our everyday productivity has been really great.
1: Yeah, I've heard that some teams have even increased productivity compared to when they were in the office.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, It's like what I touched upon before. You just, there's just less distraction. You're less worried about, you know, doing things like leaving and getting out of the office and beating rush hour traffic. You can even start your day earlier because you don't have to, you know, some people, God forbid, have to, you know, commute maybe as much as an hour and here on Long Island, it's really tough. You know, traffic builds up really quickly. So having that kind of saving grace where you're no longer worried about that you know, rush hour traffic and starting the day immediately. You know, I have team members that are starting a lot sooner mm. than they necessarily would have, um, which makes them happier as well because you get to start the day sooner and hopefully you get out sooner as well, which is. Yeah, you know,
1: great, great point.
0: You start yep. to get to like uh, daylight savings and that sort of thing, where it gets darker sooner. And mm-hmm. you know, you leave the office and it's really dark outside. And sometimes, when you get to start your day a little bit earlier, it's not so bad.
1: Yeah, awesome. Okay, so what do you think's changed the most?
0: I think the most that has changed is probably with our culture. Um, at IPS, we really pride ourselves on having a really close knit team. Um, you know, I'm gonna social solutions committee, this committee of individuals who was responsible for kind of maintaining the culture of the company and coming up with great ideas of, about how we can get together and you know just do things together, have fun together, not necessarily work related. Uh, things like that we use to build stronger bonds, you know, the ability to go out and have a drink with somebody and talk to them about things outside of work and getting to know that person makes you a more effective person when you wanna work with that person. Um, that kind of culture is really taking a hit because obviously we can't, we can't get together right now. Uh, So I've been trying to find, you know, ways to even, you know, create that kind of camaraderie, create that social aspect, even simple things like going to take a break and getting some coffee in the, you know, kitchen, the amount of conversations that you can have, they're called, you People call them water cooler conversations. Yes. Uh, the amount of conversations you just have going through the office, touching base with people that you don't necessarily work with on a daily basis, that kind of culture is also something that's taking a hit. And, um, you know, one of the things we just started doing is this thing called uh, random coffees. And uh, it's we use Slack um, as a messenger service within our company. And inside a Slack channel, you can have this bot that does random coffees and it selects individuals from that channel and just pairs them up and during a week you're going to have to get a random coffee with this person and uh, it's things like that that kind of you have to work to make sure the culture is is right even when things are even when COVID is not a thing you have to work hard you have to work harder now Um, so that's just one of those things we've used to try and keep us all together keep us all having fun together um, that's really what makes IPS a great place to work, one of the many reasons uh, that makes IPS a great place to work. And, and losing that during COVID has been a, it's been a hit, but you, know, we're doing our best and we're still here and we're still having fun together. And uh, you know we're all obviously looking forward to the time where we can all get together and we can have you know a beer together or we can have some scotch together, we can do one of our many things, our feasts, all of that great stuff that we do. Um, to ensure that our culture is where it needs to be. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait. And and we have new folks that have joined the team that they really haven't gotten an opportunity to see what it really is like to be in this IPS culture. And they're they're kind of happy just working with us because we still do awesome stuff and mm-hmm. that's all well and good. But just I, I just wait.
1: Just wait till we get together. Can't <laughs> can't
0: wait till we have like one of those first big gatherings where it's, you know. Again, maybe it's a scotch tasting. Maybe it's a feast. Maybe it's, you know, whatever, Secret Santa. I I don't know when we'll be back in the office. Hopefully, it's it's not as as late as Christmas, but uh, I can't wait for one of those big gatherings.
1: So tell me, have you and your team developed any new routines?
0: Um, You know, one of the new things that I've started doing is to, to again, replace that walking around the office, doing it, you know, Seeing people saying good morning, you know, those are all very subtle things that are, are very key to, to again, being with each other, having camaraderie, establishing personal relationships outside of work. Um, one of the things I started doing to replace that is, at the start of every day, I will always, in for my functional team, I will ask just a question: How's everybody doing this morning? And I usually couple it with some type of, you know, just silly off topic thing, you know, maybe there were sports on yesterday, you know, maybe the Giants lost in epic fashion as they've been apt to do. (laughs) Or maybe Ohio State beats Alabama, which hopefully happens tonight. (laughs) Maybe we'll have that discussion tomorrow. And again, it's just focused around keeping that conversation open, keeping that social aspect open, making people comfortable With working with each other and making people enjoy working with each other, but also checking in with everybody because this is a serious situation. Is everybody okay? Okay. Is your family okay? Is anybody infected? You know, all of those kind of things are important.
1: Yeah, I love how you put that personal touch because it's so easy to lose. Like in Slack, it's just a messaging app, but you add that personal touch. How are you doing? Like something that you would say normally if you saw somebody in the office. How's it going? How's your family?
0: Take it for granted. Because we just do it. It comes naturally. You want to talk mm-hmm. to people as you see them in the office. If you don't make it a point to do that now, if you don't make it a point to reach out over Slack, all of that gets lost. And it's, yeah. it's pretty important stuff.
1: Absolutely. Definitely important. Okay, so this next question, it can be pandemic or non-pandemic related. Have any of your customers or coworkers asked you to participate in a situation or setting that you felt uncomfortable with? And if so, how did you handle it?
0: Nothing I mean nothing comes to mind we work with a lot of intelligent folks and yeah. you know we're usually pretty good about not trying to put each other in. uncomfortable situations and things like COVID, especially you know oh, the, the executives absolutely. have always been very upfront and saying, please do not go into the office do not we're, we're not at, We're not we don't want anybody go to the office we're not saying that that's this is right for you to do the, absolutely stay home, if you can avoid the office at all costs. Um, The executives and the team that we have here at IPS, they're absolutely health first. Uh, When it comes to this, you know, when it comes to COVID, it's health first, it's your family first, it's taking care of them first, and no one's asking you to go into the office. No one's asking you to, you know, leave your house. No one's asking you to do.
1: Yeah, Uh, I know it's the same thing. The only
0: uncomfortable thing I could think of in the past I don't know what I've been working here for maybe eleven years or so. Um, wow! <laughs> the only uncomfortable thing I've been asked to do is is, is watch the company mandated harassment training. Uh, video. <laughs> you know, if, if anybody, if you've you know, you've obviously seen. It.
1: Oh yes, I have.
0: For anybody out there who's <laughs> ever taken one of these harassment training videos, it just the examples that they use, they just really push the extremes. You that's know.
1: so true. It's
0: not about like, <laughs> it's not about the gray line of conversation that you might have with one person in the office. Kind that's of.
1: right. Yeah.
0: It's like really full on disturbing behavior. Like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I'm uncomfortable watching this.
1: That's but so that's, funny. That's,
0: that's really the only uncomfortable thing I can I can think of is the harassment training video.
1: Okay, so tell me, without naming names, please describe the ideal product design client.
0: I would say any client that brings to the table something related to one of my passions would be great. Uh, Music, health and wellness, snowboarding, mountain biking. Any client that brings, again, a link to what I enjoy doing and has a passion for things that I enjoy doing um, is great. But uh, that being said, obviously, any client that has a passion about anything is is (laughs) worthwhile. Um, It's always, you never know. A client might come to you with something that you've never been in before, you've never done before. And it kind of opens the doors to a lot of things and maybe brings a new passion into your own personal life. Um, So I, I think clients that have passions like mine or even just have a passion and that you can tell, speaking to someone that they can communicate well and they have a great idea and they believe in that idea um, that's all good that's all great Um, it allows us to learn more things and open more doors and view new horizons
1: have you ever had a client that you wish you'd never had
0: (laughs) a client that i wish i'd never had like if
1: did you ever think oh this person is being so difficult like the opposite of ideal client what would that look like has that have you ever experienced that
0: you know I, I haven't um people are people they all come in all different shapes and sizes and some yeah. people want things different ways and they want to do things their way and at the end of the day we provide a service and as long as i can at the end of the day say you know when i go home or when the project's over tell my wife that <laughs> that was a successful project then it really doesn't matter uh, once you reach that end the finish line it yeah. doesn't matter how you got there. And it doesn't matter how painful it was necessarily. It's <laughs> another feather in your cap that you say, look, this is what we did. We did some really awesome. There's always going to be hard and difficult things uh, because you're dealing with people. Yeah. Again, people come in all different shapes and sizes and they all behave differently. And you have to speak to them differently. And yeah. it's all a unique challenge. And at the end of the day, if you can say that you overcame that challenge, then it's all great. All right. So what's your
1: most current biggest challenge right now
0: my current biggest challenge i would say as now as a manager my biggest challenge is staying technically relevant as a manager manager of an engineering team i don't often get the chance to dive in code but Mm. i do my team you know a great disservice if i couldn't help out on the technical side of things when they're asking for my help so the ability to lead the team um, by not coding, <laughs> but also keeping myself up to date technically so that I can provide assistance when needed is probably one of the hardest parts of my job. And anybody who's in management can probably relate to that. You know, becoming being a mentor to somebody that has been in the weeds for a quite a long time has its challenges.
1: Nice. So okay. Tell me what part of your work keeps you most challenged and most on your toes. And I think you touched on that with this previous question.
0: Um, That and I've also previously touched on people. People are part of my job as someone who's a functional manager and also a project manager. um, Oftentimes you get caught between the clients and what they want, but also making sure what they want is not at, at the expense of your team. There are times when it's, you know, we got to ante up and we got to work long and we got to work extra hours to get things done, to deliver what we need to deliver. But that isn't sustainable, right? You can't do that forever and it can't be the status quo. Um, Part of the great one, again, another one of the great reasons for working here at IPS is um, the quality of life and, you know, the expectation Mm -hmm. that we still want you to go home. We still want you to be with your family. We still want you to enjoy all that. You can be at IPS and you can enjoy working with us, but you have a family to go home to. What
1: makes work fun for
0: you? Uh, being able to brag about all the great technology that I've had my hands in over the years, you know, sharing the, the successes with my team, uh, you know, having a beer with them and having a code review with them all in the same day is what makes it fun for me. That you sounds know?
1: like a lot of fun. What, now, what doesn't make it fun for you? Is there anything? I mean, you said so many good things about your job and your work and IPS. Is there anything that makes it not fun?
0: I mean, if I wasn't have fun doing this, I wouldn't be doing it. I mean, and for this long. There's a, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a, look, there's a lot of other things that I could go and find, you know, work to do. <laughs> <You know>? Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. If this wasn't it for me, then I wouldn't be doing it. So, I'm a oh. firm believer in that, you know. I know that I myself, I could be successful anywhere, but I want to be successful here because I I have a great time doing it. I have a great time working with the people. I appreciate my team. I appreciate the people above me, or the people below me. Yeah. Um, we're, we're just building a great place to work. And uh, I can't imagine being anywhere else uh, at this point in my career. I haven't imagined myself being anywhere else since I started at IPS. I mean, I started yeah. off as an intern back in 2009, um, that's a fun story i could touch upon you know i, yeah. I in my college years um, i worked at GNC uh, in the mall here and uh, one of my clients was the first leader of the software department he had seen you know a homework assignment on, my, on the back counter on my laptop and he, he said point blank you know hey you're interested in interning with us and i was back in 2009 and here we are and 2021, and that's all history. And
1: oh, wow, and I got the chills. I did not know that story. That is an amazing story, Anthony.
0: And it's all about people, right? Just like in the culture that we have at IPS, I had a relationship with my clientele also at GNC, and I treated people the way I expected to be treated, like, you know, with respect and personal touch. And that got me here. And that's also what's kept me here.
1: That is just amazing. Okay, we're on our last question. Because having and being good partners in designing products is so important to us at IPS, what steps do you take in your work to be a great partner for your clients?
0: Most important is remaining open and honest with communication. This is important on a daily basis. It's even more important when things are not going as well as you thought they might.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's far easier to avoid having a difficult conversation with the customer when <laughs> things aren't going well yeah. than it is to just hash it out and talk about it. It's mm-hmm. far easier to ignore it and say, oh, well, well let, let's wait and see. But having the client communication clear, honest, keeping them abreast of the situation at all times goes a long way even when, like I said, things are not going right. As long as the customer knows about it and there's no unpleasant surprise, you can figure it out.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, communication is key, right? Vital, got to always communicate. How about uh, being a partner for your coworkers?
0: Remembering that my coworkers are also people. Mm. People that report to me are also people Yeah. that, you know, I, I have a lot of technical expertise. I can't take it for granted that maybe not everybody has done all of the same things that I have done. So having that personal one-on-one communication and conversation with my coworkers, having the ability to really understand them, not only from an engineering type of discussion, but also on a personal level, uh, is something that I think makes it a pleasure to work with them. And hopefully, they find it a pleasure to work with me. Um, Jury's out on that, but you'll have to to ask them. The next interview will be, here's Anthony's reports, interviewing based off of what he said.
1: That's (laughs) right. We're going to watch together what Anthony has said. said
0: Is Anthony totally full of it? (laughs) Oh, too Um, funny. The other thing that benefits both sides of the fence, Mm -hmm. client and coworker, is always having a plan. No matter what catastrophe strikes, you need a plan and you need to be able to adapt to that plan. You know, Apple just released the latest iOS and it broke all of the UI. on <laughs>
1: Apple. Oh, my goodness gracious.
0: That's OK, customer. That's OK, customer, because we've been here before. Yeah. This means that we need to spend three days gathering all the deficiencies. We need to spend a sprint fixing them and we need to spend two weeks of acceptance testing. We'll have an app release with all the fixes in four weeks. And I made up all those timeframes, but the plan is important because the plan shows the client that you know what's going on. You have control. And it also shows your coworker that they're not going to be spinning their wheels and doing a whole bunch of unnecessary tasks, right? Mm-hmm. Only for you to come back and say, Hey, I'm going to need you to come in on Friday. <laughs> all stuff I said, you know, yeah. Uh,
1: Well, this has been really, really great, Anthony. Thanks so much for sharing your experiences with us.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me anytime.
1: Appreciate it. And thanks to you, our listeners. Please be sure to check out our website for more episodes in the series at intelligentproduct.solutions. That's intelligentproduct, one word, dot solutions. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So please look for us there too. Share your thoughts, comments, and feedback. We look forward to hearing from you.
0: Thank you for listening to IPS Radio. Tune in next time for more about smart connected products, designers, engineers, partners, and clients who make them real.